What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm Nick Scarpino, and I'm joined by two wonderful human beings. To my immediate right is Andy Cortez, and then all the way around the table is the pure one, Tim Geddes. Let's him host. How are you guys feeling right now? Real good. You both just came back from London. Jolly old London. I'm on an adrenaline high right now, guys. I'll be 100% honest with you guys. I am, I am like blown away by the fact that you guys aren't groggy. You guys are both really? seem well adjusted. Like when I came back from my last trip, I was out for like three days. Dude, London, I don't know what it was, but I feel like the jet lag worked in my favor both we ways. We just talked about that, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Are, do, are you with me? I feel on the way over there, I think it did. On the way back, I was screwed up, but only because I spent my final night watching the Cowboys game at 1.30 in the morning. Because mm. they, they had the primetime game here in America. So I was from 1.30 in the morning until 4 in the morning. What channel shows the Cowboys? It's like BBC 18? What uh, channel was showing No, it? no, no. It's like the NFL ticket thing. Are you on your laptop? Yeah. That makes sense. That makes guy. sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, for everyone out there watching, if you didn't know, this is the Game of Greggy Show, uh, normally hosted by Greg Miller, but he is out right now on a much-deserved vacation, uh, so I will be taking over him. This show is the place you come. Uh, we, we, uh, I lost the whole thing. Yeah, I was going to go into it, but I, I, I screwed up because I wanted to tell people why Greg's not here. Uh, this is where four, sometimes five, best friends gather on this table, each bringing a topic for your amusement. Of course, uh, if you guys want to support the show, please go over to patreon.com slash kind of funny, and you can support us at the $1 or above level. It's just one buck. And what does that get you, Tim? You get to watch live. You get to watch live. For you get a couple pre- more bucks. You get yeah. the show early in audio or video form. You oh also get God. the pre-show Listen. and post-show. The pre-show, we talked about the released image of Batman's penis. Yeah, we've seen um, finally what Bruce Lane's dick is. You're going to have to... Buy it to find yeah, you'll out. Never know. And, and, you'll and, never and know. And that pre-show. Also, shout out to Patreon producer Warren Moore. Warren Moore. For being the homie. There you go. Uh, of course, today we are going... Oh, okay. We clapping? Warren! Warren Moore. Today, guys, I want to get into it. We got one topic, one topic only. As you know, I got FOMO. Yeah. Okay. I decided to not go to London this year because mm-hmm. I had some stuff I had to work on. I was tired. I was this and that. Y'all went, and it looks like you had the best time Without me, and I don't like that. It was a good time. So I'd like you guys. It was a great time. So let's go. Walk me through it. Let's. What what happened here? So it was both of our first time. How are the snacks on the plane? You've been in London before. Love London. Snacks on the plane. My first time leaving the states. Yeah. Yeah. You've been to Mexico, but that doesn't really count. Yeah, I mean, it's it's right there. Just drive across the border. Let's put. Let's let's. For the sake of argument, let's just say Canada and Mexico don't count as international trips when you live in the United States. That's like going to your cousin's house. Right. That's just what it is. But even more so for me when it's like a, you know, five minute drive. Yeah. Like literally when you accidentally like you fall down and you're in Mexico. Yeah. That doesn't count. Doesn't count. That doesn't count. Mm. So y'all I've get over there on the plane. Week. Did y'all, what would you, what did you do on the plane? Did you guys like walk me through the whole thing? Well, what are the highlights? What's some fun stuff? So, so we got there to the airport, got <laughs> yeah. on the plane. Yeah. I, I was really lucky. I got exit row, which was the most oh, legroom I've of a bitch. ever had. It was yeah. fantastic. Was it um, almost too much? Yeah, it was. <laughs> but, 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 but they don't let you have your bag, though. It's the only reason I don't like exit row. Yeah. I got to have my bag to like constantly reach into stuff. Yeah. yeah. And you have to put it up for a bit and then take yeah. it down. This whole, it's, it's this pain. whole thing. But anyway, so we, we do the flight. The flight sucked. I hate being on planes. I love being it. on planes for like 10 hours is I love the absolute it. worst. Um, so that all sucked. But yeah, they gave us an excessive amount of food. Snacks. Um, so many snacks. So many meals. Like, it was like two and a half full meals. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know that we need all this. Yeah. A lot of chicken tikka masala. I'm like, Oof. That's a bold I'm choice. It was it, what were you flying? So United. It was, it was uh, a British. British. Wait, no, no. American British Airways. Airlines via British Airways. Yeah. Okay. So I don't understand what that means, but it was a British plane. British people talking to me. 
British food that they yeah. were serving, you know? Uh-huh. And it was pretty good, man. It was, pretty, it, was, it was a fun little time. So you, uh, what, what were your top-level thoughts of London in general? Did you guys enjoy London? Were you Was it cool, or were you just like, whatever? Top-level thoughts for me, I think that people are extremely nice. Uh, I'm not just saying this. It's not lip service. The, the community that we met out there was... It was one of the best meet and greets we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing everyone was super fucking cool, and like everyone was just so friendly and nice, and I like, had such fun stories. Um, no one, what the fuck is going on? There's outside? a do- so we walked out for lunch, and there was a dog walker, and she had like 15 dogs. That's what it sounds so my like. assumption is she had a heart attack, and now the dogs are eating her. <laughs> oh I don't know God. why my, my mind immediately went to like 15 dogs on leashes, but the dogs are like balloons, and she's like slowly starting to float up. You know what I mean? I don't know why you're buying what there it's is. My no, that's fucking Andy. weird. I just picture her like slowly, like, oh it's, my God, I'm losing them. And they're like, it, it might be time to yeah. get some more sleep, Andy. Yeah, maybe. No, I've gotten a be. lot of sleep, though. I've gotten a lot of sleep. Right. My flight, however, uh, I was really worried going into it. I was on an, uh, I was on an aisle seat. And I love uh, had a couple sitting next to me, older uh, husband and wife. You tell they just needed to pee constantly. That was going to be, dude, my biggest worry was like, I'm fucked. These people are going to be getting up to the restroom all the time. The woman and the, and the dude knock out within 30 minutes of the flight starting. And I don't know, fucking eight hours go by. And I kind of doze off somewhere along the way. And then I wake up and I'm just like, I bust out my switch to play some NBA. And then the guy is like... Oh, can we go to the restaurant? Like, of course you can. You've only this is the only time you've had to go the it's whole weird. trip. It's weird. It was so good. I was so happy f- about it because I was really worried that uh, my biggest fear was like I was going to be asleep and they were going to wake me up and like mm-hmm. may have I I'm maybe I was going to look stupid while I was asleep. I the maybe last I was going to be drooling. You know? Oh, you probably do. You probably look adorable when you sleep. You son of a bitch. No, I had a I had a blanket over my head. No, uh, that's weird and spooky. <laughs> well, it's because there was a there was a that's fucking so draft weird, hitting me like right on my left cheek. You know, it you was can, so cold. You can turn the vent off. No, the vents were way the fuck over here. I don't know where this air was from. There's a remote. To what? The remote lets you change the vents. I'm on United. It's a different fucking mm. thing. Mm, you're right. You're right. We were <laughs> yeah. on different planes. Wait, you guys were on different planes? Yeah, we were yeah. on different planes. Oh, right, because you booked your flight. They, they booked you last yeah, night. Yeah, That's yeah. right. So I don't know where the air was coming at, because I was nowhere near anything. It was just something must have been happening. Right. But I, So I put my, my face mask on, my eye mask, right? Blacked so out. So precious. And then I have the black blanket over my head. Black on black. Um, And I'm just out, dude. I knocked out. Ooh, also, I downloaded a 10-hour... Um, White noise. Oh, fan. where'd you da- uh, fan you, off of YouTube? Just off of YouTube. Yeah. See, I've tr- I tried to download that, but I don't have YouTube Red, so I, don't, I assume you can't. Well, actually, I couldn't you can't I, do I, offline viewing. That's yeah. right. I couldn't figure out like I tried to download it via like uh, YouTube Premium now. Like you know, just get it and then rip the audio out, but it just didn't, wouldn't work for some reason. I could like it kept fucking up my computer because <laughs> I love that fan yeah. sound when I sleep. <laughs> but so oh, I end up so I, did, I end up just letting so my eye like the other time I was like. I was at a hotel in Austin, I think it was, and I was like, I just can't sleep because I don't, I don't sleep very well the first couple nights in hotels. Um, and so I, I turned my phone on and put the earbuds in, but then I had to flip my phone over, and then I was like, I can't charge my phone and listen to this at the same time because I don't have the yeah. stupid dual thing. Oh god, it was the worst. No, my <laughs> flight out to, I had a flight out to Austin uh, for that for that documentary screening, which was really fun. Uh, and the two people sitting next to me, for whatever reason, they put me in the window seat, which I was like, big mistake. Because I pee five, six times on a four-hour flight. I'm peeing once every 45 minutes. That's true. And then when I come back on the third or fourth time I've disrupted these people, their flight, they, hate they get pissed because I come back with a Diet Coke. <laughs> and I'm like the like, kid. Stop adding to I'm it. I'm like the kid from Home Alone where I'm just like, <laughs> and I look at you and I'm like, I'm going to pee on you. Uh, but these people, this mother and her daughter did the most annoying thing ever. 
the first time I was like, can I get out? And they're like, sure. And like a movie theater, they just sort of like did the, little did the <laughs> thing with the, they scooted the legs over to, to the diagonal. I was like, this is not a fucking nope. movie. Get the fuck up. Get yeah, up. Well, what are you doing? Oh, there's no room for this. Yeah. Like you can't, do, I'm not, and they're like, oh, you can climb over. I'm like, I'm not climbing over know. you. I don't want to touch you. Because it's one, I got to get way too close to you. It's not going to happen. I, you know. Pick up the armrest. Here we go. No, 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 no. Get up. First off, it's impossible to climb over two people. It just can't be done. One person, done. maybe. If there's like, like if there's I've never space, seen it happen. <laughs> like every once in a while, my wife's like, I'm not, I'm like bundled in. I'm not, I just climb over me. And then I make it sexy. Like I, like I do a little, that look like, little lap dance. You know, like when they do that. <laughs> do you like make the noises too? Yeah, oh, it annoys the hell out of her. Well, Jesus. it's like, let me ask you a question. What happens when I pass you in the movie theater? True. You yeah. do that and you yeah. do make the noises. Yeah. It's very inappropriate. I don't. I like everyone it. involved. It's super fun. Especially me. It's super fun. Uh, well, you guys were gone, by the way. Caught up with Sean Finnegan. Uh, mm -hmm. We went and saw The Predator together. Hey, that was a fun night. One of our cards, just a heads up. Okay, well, I'll get that back from him, Kevin, when I remember that in three hours. <laughs> so, The Predator. <laughs> yeah. Are well, we done? Are we done talking about London? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, we come back to it. It's a free flow. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt. I mean, you guys yeah, talk sure. about what you want to talk about. It's yeah, fine. Sure. London, London was very interesting to me. Yeah, uh, it was probably the most most culture shocky place I've ever been. Really? Because the only other out of America place I've been before is Australia. Yeah, you're gonna and, have fun in Belize or in, in Bali. In Bali. Yeah. yeah, I feel like uh, Australia was was very similar to here. Yeah, little changes here and there, like drove on the wrong side and all that stuff. Um, but London was very different. It was very hard to understand people, uh, and you? and they couldn't understand me. Like That's there was weird. multiple times, like when we'd be in taxis, it was like, "What are you saying?" No, no. but also the problem with the taxi is that he thinks that he's audible. Yeah, and he's very far away from us. Because there's like glass thing separating yeah. us. Oh, you and did the big cabs, the big like, oh, yeah. black cabs every time. Yeah. yeah, with the hardest chairs known to man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're built to last. Those things, and you can stand up in them. It's pretty cool. Um, how many times did you guys almost get hit by cars crossing the street, dude? Constantly. So that was like probably the first thing we learned. <laughs> it's terrifying, is, right? As we get there, and then we were like, "Oh, let's go walk to this uh, restaurant." It was me, Andy, Greg, and Jen, and we walk out, and as we're like, just on the streets, we're realizing like, "All right, so they're driving on the opposite side than we're used to. They're not only on the cars, but in the lanes, and just with how it works, it's like, oh." It's not a yellow line in the middle. It's a white line in the middle. Mm -hmm. So when you're in the cars, everything looks really confusing. Close to each other. Because you're just like, oh, my God, everything's super close. It's like there's not room for two cars right. in any of the streets. No. And they're just fucking going crazy. And there's also never a time that you feel like you're allowed to cross the street. Mm -hmm. Even when you're at a crosswalk, people don't stop. It's just kind of like you it's just freaky. wait and you just fucking run for it and hope for the best. Yeah, I don't like that. As a person who cannot break rules, I don't like that. Also, I felt... And I'm saying this with all sincerity. I, I legitimately felt like there was a double-decker bus that was hunting me down the entire time I was there. Because every time I stepped off the street, someone would pull me back, and the double-decker bus would just whiz by me. Yeah. Like, I'm going to get you the yeah. next time. Like, it looked at me and was like, I'm going to get you the next time. Tim uh, reacted very, very animatedly to yeah. several things uh, in, his per in his peripheral. Yeah. Things kept flying at me. The pigeons there don't give a fuck, dude. No, man. They're just goddamn chilling. I saw somebody, like, hold a pigeon. Oh, several. In, in this park. And there like, there was a kid with like nasty. four pigeons on top of his body. Yeah, check your email. Pigeons are the uh, they're the national uh, bird. They of, are the uh, national London, bird. Yeah, from yeah, what yeah. I understand, yeah, they're Montreal. Uh, 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 yeah, they're like the. I don't know. I got nothing. On that. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say Montreal. I was gonna say. Uh, God damn it! This is yeah. like hour four of podcasting today. <laughs> uh, 
Well, I had one more question for you. Oh, so so the language barrier thing, was that just because the, the accents were too hard, like they couldn't figure so out your accent? So many accents, and it just, yeah, it was very, Now, very this is a difficult. question I'm, I'm legitimately going to ask, and I don't mean this to sound any, like, I don't mean this in a joke way. Is it because most people, like, when I what I found when I went there was that most people, uh, like, there was a lot of immigrants coming into the country, mm-hmm. and a lot of people working in, like, Starbucks or Nero's or things like that were people that had different accents. Was that the issue, or was it just that you, the Londoner accent was not vibing with you? I th- both, I'd say, because I, I feel like the first person we because like a lot of Italians there too. For some well, there, there was, I was like, like I don't was, like you people. There was a French guy working at the front desk of the hotel, and that was really hard to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, uh, our waitress uh, at the at the hotel bar was also very French, mm-hmm. and her and Jen connected right, and they, they understood each other. But it, but it was very hard to understand. But also just the general, I guess, English accent. You're used to movie English. You're not used to like real English accents, right? And it was definitely like difficult to understand. There's a the speedness moments. to it yeah. as well. That's difficult. One hundred percent. Yeah. So when yeah. The, yeah when the accents and that's I think that just goes across the board, right? When people talk too quickly with any accent, it's just difficult for me to understand. Yeah. When we were doing the the meet and greet, we did a couple of meet and greets over the weekend, but the the main kind of funny one that we did, it was so funny how like they all ganged up on us. Like they would literally just be like get in a circle and just make fun of us for how stupid we sounded. And they're just mm-hmm. like, like, oh my God, now you guys are the ones that, that sound dumb. Yeah. Like, Except you, yeah. you should have, you should have rightfully pointed out. And I would have, I would have absolutely pointed this out and been happy to is that they're absolutely hundred percent wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah. because go America, go America. That's why I did. I did that. Said, That's why go America. Thanks. Kevin. That's why. Yeah. Overall though, you know, it was, it was a cool place. I don't ever have any, Need to go back again, uh, mm-hmm. with the exception of hanging out with the community. Yeah, if we really, go back, again. they were amazing. So you don't see yourself vacationing in London Definitely anytime not. soon. No, see, no, I no. I don't know what it was for me. It was just such a magical trip the first time, and largely because I got to see the Harry Potter play. Yeah. But now the whole city of London is a magical Harry Potter to me, mm-hmm. and even to the point where I feel like every if I go back, I'm gonna just whisper Harry Potter. I was I was a time. bit surprised at how forward they were with the Harry Potter stuff. Like it was super on the nose of like they're big Harry Potter fans. Like, yeah, I was kind I, of everywhere. I was expecting them to be kind of like if you bring up Harry Potter, them to get offended or something. Yeah, similar to like when people go to Texas, like oh, do you have like cowboys and horses and stuff? Like, all right, guys, that's a fucking stereotype. Like, chill the fuck out. But this no, I mean, they're you like, do have they, a lot of cowboys and horses in Texas. I mean, not, not, where I grew up. Just not where I fucking grew up. Not where I fucking grew up. A lot of cowboys in Texas. <laughs> I've never seen a horse. <laughs> I was in the last when I was in Austin. I'll, I'll never forget the first time I was in Austin. I think I was like chilling there, and I was like, "Wow, man, this is a very like really like metropolitan area." And like, I, th- I swear to God, I saw like five cowboys walk by me. They were doing some sort of like cotillion. We were there in that one restaurant. Remember, we were at that steakhouse, and like five dudes walked in with Stetson hats, and I was like, "You got to be fucking this. Got to be a cosplay thing, right?" <laughs> and now they were like legit there, like at like a, a debutante ball or some shit like that. Yeah. I like, thought yeah, was, we're in Texas. I thought London was beautiful. I would love to go back yeah. um, because the architecture was just like so magical to me because I'm not used to any of that shit. Like I think, um, and when you talk about old cities and like ancient or not ancient, but like you know, just oh, it's pretty old. Yeah, pretty yeah, old. yeah, yeah. There's the, like, there's like, there's stuff. But there so is that's where I'm from, and old. my cities look like shit. You know, sure. like everything just looks like garbage. But <laughs> being in a place like this felt like, man, like this is what you see in the movies. I'm just not used to anything like that. Yeah, you know? big issue we had though is that we did all the touristy stuff, and everything's under construction. Like apparently, Big Ben's under construction for five years. No, it's big. It it is big. You know, it was only yeah. Big Ben though that was under. What else was under? No, well, Buckingham no, Palace wasn't right. No, the palace is fine. Palace okay. was like, it. All Westminster and all that stuff is gorgeous. You guys saw the Abbey? 
That's right. Yeah, yeah. Big Ben, right? Yeah. yeah, we did. We did. We walked by all that stuff, and yeah, I mean, that's just cool. You know, it's like oh. I but there are even like beautiful before. buildings that uh, don't have names to them. And I'm just like that shit looks cool. Like, oh no! What was crazy is uh, on the the flight back, I I watched three and a half movies. I watched Avengers: Infinity War again. Excellent. Damn, it just keeps getting better every time. Um, I, see I watched it. Lady Bird, which was oh, fantastic. Good movie, I liked right? Way more than I yeah, thought I would. Yeah. I watched Love Simon. Which damn, I cried. that movie's as fucking good as everyone yeah. says it is. Yeah, and I watched half of Black Panther, and in the opening season of Black Panther, there's after Oakland, they go to London. There's like this big drone shot, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's the fucking London Eye, and it's all. I'm like, we were just oh, there, yeah. so that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's one of the things. I, I mean, obviously, London, one of the most historic cities. Like, it's it's cool to walk through those older cities because you see literally like. Uh, uh, not decades, but like centuries of different architecture yeah. thrown into that, and it's you get a sense for like when you're really. I mean, you're really in a historic city, and we don't have anything like that here. We like even New York, which is like our oldest, biggest city. They weren't really not, pl- the b- city wasn't built with plans of like a bunch of vehicles driving. Yeah, you're you not know? like. Yeah, I mean, like New York is old, but like it's been retrofitted to the point now where it feels like a very modern city. Whereas like there's parts of London that you walk down, you're like, is this a cobblestone street? Like what's going on yeah. here? That's all they have. Dude. It's yeah, it's great, and, and, then, and I love that. I love that vibe. And then uh, it's that old mixed with modern. Jen started arguing with Tim and I about whether the London Tube is more iconic than the New York Subway. No, absolutely not. Which that's what we said. Yeah, I mean, then, so did the voters. The voters yeah, said Jen put a poll up. Thinking yeah. that she was going to dominate, yeah, and she also put it out during London time, so it was like she yeah. she had everything in her favor. Mm-hmm. She got destroyed. Yeah. Destroyed. Here's why: because the London tube works, and and is clean, See, but and it just is fine. The New York subway is where the Ninja Turtles hang out, yeah. and that is where crime happens. Do you understand me? Like the New York subway is like that is. Like the biggest trope for fucking crime and thriller movies. Like, how many times have you seen someone run into the New York subway and then they run down a little thing and it's like, don't go down there. Someone's gonna get hit by a fucking train, yeah. right? Which happened. Spoilers and like Jack Ryan that happened. That my my thing with the, with was the two boys, we we landed at the airport and it's like all I wanted to do was get to the hotel yeah. and like be able to just fucking chill. It's been a long journey, and there was this question of are we gonna take a taxi or Uber or are we gonna take the tube. And there's this obsession with the goddamn tube. People love the tube. That I just do not understand. It's very convenient. Okay, I get that. Very convenient. But you know what's more convenient? <laughs> Sitting somewhere and just getting taken directly where you need to go. So here's the deal. Yes, but my uh, on my trip to, uh, where were we going? I think we were going to Morocco when I was in London. We flew into Heathrow, which is London's big airport, but we were flying out of a different one. We got in a cab, and the guy was like, what time is your flight? And we were like, oh, we got like three hours. And he's like, you guys might want to take the train. Yeah. I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, nah, we're fine. And we, I swear to God, barely made our flight. It, totally. If the traffic is too crazy, you could be sitting in that cab for hours. Absolutely. And that's the thing is the city, but when is, you not, have time. The city is not built <laughs> for uh, going around via car. Yeah. It's like the streets are all weird and the tube does get you where you need to go. But when you Google map it and it literally is telling you it's the same amount of time for train or for uh, oh yeah, man, absolutely. And cap. you have a group of six people. Absolutely, cap. Get in the fucking car. Yeah, absolutely. It, or else the tube costs money when you multiply it by six. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's, that's just sheer math. But it is sheer math. Uh, <laughs> it was just funny to me though, because like, like there was multiple people that were just like, "Oh, we, we got to do the tube. It's part of the experience." I'm like, "We're gonna take it at some point." Yeah, we're gonna hit that tube. Like, yeah, it's a fucking train. You gotta look at it, at some point. You can't go to London and not mind the gap. Mm-hmm. You gotta mind the you gotta gap. Gotta do it. You got to do. And it. We minded it multiple times on the on the way to the final day where we went to the ramen place. About twenty minutes into just 
being on trains and being sweaty and walking Trans to the next train three times and just looking i looked at him i was like should have fucking taken an uber like i'm just it's, i feel well, so gross right fuck now taxis fuck taxis to goddamn hell. oh yeah. my god uh, you think like oh london has something's better than than america when it comes to the sheet taxis are probably one of them no dude no. just as taxis are terrible Turns out taxis are terrible, terrible in every oh city oh my yeah. god the, it, the classic scenario when at the last taxi we fucking took we get in this thing get back to the hotel it's, it was like a 40 minute drive and the guy's machine's not working for the card. And I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. I don't know what to tell you, dude. Yeah. Like, it, oh, it you guys says, gotta go pull out cash. Nope. He's like, oh, I'm gonna take you to an ATM. I'm like, nope. no, you're not. Not gonna like, do that. I'm at my hotel. What the fuck are we doing here? Yeah, go fuck yourself. And I stayed there for about 10 minutes trying to figure this out and help him. It felt like longer than 10 minutes. He started, it might have been. He started getting like super pissed at me. And I'm just like, your thing says accepts MasterCard. This is a MasterCard. Yeah, I'm and not going like, to we, a fucking... The card that we had, it was from Rooster Teeth. It's like a cash card. Yeah. We couldn't... It's not a debit. We can't uh, just take yeah, money Yeah, that's out. a problem. So even if yeah. we went to the ATM, it's like, what are you... Like, what yeah. the fuck are you I doing? I mean, this is, this is my... I mean, I, I, and I feel for people who went through all the steps to become taxi drivers, but you're not long for this planet. Mm -hmm. Because Uber, while I have my gripes with Uber drivers, and while I feel that most of them conservatively have only been driving for two days, that's still a service that's so much easier to use than cabs, and I'd so much rather interact with those people than, yeah, than cab drivers most of the time. we should have just doubled down on the Uber, man, the whole time. We fucked up. We did, God yeah. God damn, yeah. I know, I, yeah, I... I took the I took the two because I wanted obviously I was on vacation. We didn't have any place specifically to be. Yeah. So the few days that I spent in London, it was like, oh, let's go here. And it was fun to figure out how to take the subway. It's pretty straightforward. Not like when you go to Japan, it'll be a little bit crazier because you have to take trains there. And then it's like, hey, I like the it's like a spider web of train networks. Mm -hmm. But you'll figure it out too. Um you'll like that, I think a lot as well. Uh did you guys see platform nine and three quarters? No. Okay. We didn't hit up. That's there. unfortunate. We saw pretty much all the other things. All the big though. sites. Like the one thing that we didn't like. Did you go to see the Beatles Road. Was uh, Abbey Road? No, we didn't see that either. Oh, okay. It was. We were on Abbey far. Street. Yeah, we were on Abbey Street. <laughs> um, but we didn't go to the London Bridge. But like, it was close enough that we saw. No, it. you saw. You don't have to walk yeah. across it. Um, I walked. I didn't walk across the London Bridge. I walked across the other one. There's the the Tower Bridge. I think is what it's called. Mm. We walked across that to get from uh, South Kensington to Chelsea, I believe, mm. and that was uh, that was a cool walk. Other thing I love about London, no hills. Absolutely no hills. It's as if the city planners were like, is there a hill? Decimate it. Get rid we of want it. flat ground. Yeah. This is a flat ground kind of place. Like We're English people. We don't do hills. Let's leave those for those dipshit San Franciscans. My three favorite things about London, yeah. uh, besides meeting everybody. One was the amount of beer options. Oh, yeah. It was insane. It's beer found, culture. I found my new favorite beer there, the Punk IPA from uh, Brew Dogs. Brew Dogs, yeah. That shit was fucking good. Okay. The pubs and stuff were super cool. Uh -huh. Like going to those was always a fun experience because it like it felt like the movies. That um, was like the coolest. Well, and there's like a pub on every corner that you're like, how long? Corner. And you look, how long has this pub been here? Like, if that were here, it would be in Vegas, and they would have made it look like a pub, but it's mm -hmm. like ten years old. Yeah. There, you're like, this pub's been here since Napoleon time. Like, you're like, what the fuck? I know that was French, and but it, it was cool. It was <laughs> cool. Like, like, I feel like there was a fun vibe going to the different ones that we did. So that was cool. Um, the fish and chips, it, they're as good as they as people Shit. say. You know, I didn't have one. I was so there. good, good man. man. What's the here's the big question though? How's that Nando's? So that was my thing Ooh. number three. Yo, I had it totally wrong about Nando's. I thought Nando's was some like, like Taco Bell level, just mm, fast food. Yeah. 
It's like it's a restaurant. It just it's a, happens. It's a Chili's. It's like a like an Applebee's. But no, that wasn't my experience. My experience was more like a market broiler, where like or like a not a market broiler, Boston, um, market. Boston market, where you yeah. go and it's like you kind of pick at the counter and then they deliver it to your table. Yeah, it, it's more like that. Yeah. Um, but the food quality was super good. Mm-hmm. Like I've never had rotisserie chicken wings. No. Oh, okay. And I got. Is there anywhere else that does that? Not that I know of, but maybe we should start that in the city. I mean, it was fucking. I mean, it's kind of like Buffalo Wild Wings, where it's like you just choose your wings, choose your sauce, or whatever. But it's like the wings were like the whole wing of the chicken. Oh, interesting. Delicious. And it was awesome. It was was so good. So you got the uh, the. What's the it called? roulette. The roulette. So it was just like I kind of got all the different sauces, a bunch and of different flavors. So like the hottest one, maybe, maybe we'll get a bunch, a couple miles. Yeah, it's good though. So you guys did Nando's just the one time? Just one. Well, we did a meet and greet at Nando's, and we fucking that was awesome. That's we, like, great. The place was it was like two story place. Yeah, I think I got I think I got a phone call from that eight fifteen in the morning on a uh, Saturday. Oh, oh, that was a, thanks, Greg. That was during the panel. That was oh, during, okay. that was during center stage. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> and uh, then we went back to Nando's the next day to actually eat. Because we didn't eat the first time. Oh, yeah, there, there was a moment where we knew the Rooster Teeth Platinum Party was going to be later on that night. And Tim and I didn't have anything left, but I think Greg was still doing Greg something. Yeah, oh, Greg was doing a dinner with somebody. So he was like, hey, do you want to go eat with Lou and Fareed somewhere? Um, and so they were like, where do y'all want to eat? I was like, we haven't had Nando's yet, you know? It was so fucking good, dude. It was so good. It reminded me exactly of when my dad barbecues wings, where he just gets the big wing pieces, throws them on a grill, or throws them on a barbecue, like, you know what I mean? Well, I also feel like Nando's, and this is probably just more of a a function over over, over fashion here. Uh, Nando's does sound good when you think, I'm so tired. We've just done like three things in a row. We've just traveled. I haven't slept. I don't want to sit down restaurant where I have to wait forever because in Europe, for whatever reason, their idea of service is over the course of 18 fucking hours. They don't fucking care. Uh, Nando's sounds good because it's get in, decent food, sit down, relax. They got the rice pilaf that comes with stuff, and I'm a Mm -hmm. big rice pilaf fan when I'm doing carbs. So I appreciate that. I appreciate that one. It's been a fun experience. All the other food, though, besides that, I would put very low tier. Yeah. They're not really known for the it was food there. Kind of upsetting. Did you get shawarma at all? We didn't. Oh uh, yeah, they get a oh, lot of shawarma stands. I love no. that. We did kebabs. No kebabs. Excuse me, not, not shawarma. Yeah, 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 they got a lot of kebab we did stands. Kebabs, and that was a huge disappointment. Really? So here's like, yeah, it was a huge disappointment. Yeah. Um, but I will say, everyone always gives America shit because they're like, oh, your portions are insane. Maybe it was just the places we went. The portions were fucking insane. Were they? They're huge. They were like for like <laughs> four people, man. Oh man, that's how they do it there. This is, we, it we had nuts. two steaks. They gotta get both their vitamin were, D. Both steaks yeah. I had were very below average. Uh, they might be the worst steaks. I mean, again, London, and this is not this is not a knock to, to you Londoners out there or to, the, to England in general. Just not known specifically for the food. There's nothing that really is other than the fish and chips. But I didn't Which even have those. They really were fucking. Oh my good. god. I mean, it's the home of fish and chips. Man. Yeah. So we uh, the first time we got fish and chips was the day that we went sort of on our sightseeing day the the great thing about this whole trip was like we had one day off to do whatever the hell we wanted mm-hmm. and it was the day after let's party london that's fine so we had let's party london which is sort of this day where all of the let's play groups it's also cheap and hunter only lawrence from funhouse uh guys from couch op Kraken and his boys we all got together and just played a bunch of games and hung out uh, in this place called the Red Bull Gaming Sphere. Naturally. Uh, was that in the O2 Oxygen Arena? No. no. Everything else we did was, though. Yeah. yeah. Literally, all the meet and greets, Nando's was there. We saw that. We, when we pimped out the, uh, the, the meet and greet on the morning show, uh, Joey and I were making fun of the O2 Oxygen Arena. Why? Because we're like, it just seems like a place that you two would... 
would perform at, you know, it's so yeah. British. And then we were, I was like, Oh, I bet there's a football game there. And we Googled it and it's a tennis. And I'm like, that's even funnier. Yeah. They played Dude, tennis. The there. was dope as fuck. No, it looks, awesome. it look, all kidding aside, it looks bad. It looks badass. It's a big tent, right? Like it's a gigantic it's a, it's tented a giant thing. tent. And it's like, there's a, a ton of food options, ton of entertainment, movie theater, yeah. concert venue, like a lot of really fucking cool stuff. Um, there was this play, a bowling alley called Hollywood bowl, which is where our meet and greet ended up. And the rooster teeth party was at, and it, it's totally just like a entertainment center. So it's like there's a bunch of arcades. It's like a mall. There's a, um, a bowling alley. And yeah. then there's a VR experience section. And they had Mario Kart VR. So oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Andy was telling me about this. Mario like Kart VR. Blow air at you and shit. And it's, yeah, you're in this little little cart and put the VR thing. Like the seat moves. You have the steering wheel. And then there's like items above you. You grab the items. And you have to like turn back and throw shells and stuff. Oh, that's so it funny. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. I didn't get like motion tick once it was co- so cool oh, man, i'm so used to getting motion tick with like driving games yeah the dri- the only time we've done that i can remember that that happened to me was when we did that that first let's play or uh yeah drive we club did that VR. we did that drive club VR. yeah drive club vr and i got to i got about halfway through and i was like if i throw up my crotch right now yeah i wonder if anyone will notice uh here's my big question for you guys how's uh how's jeff ramsey doing is he doing jeff good? ramsey's doing pretty he's damn doing great well. i yeah. asked him. about you i miss him he did i'm bummed i couldn't go but not really, because I chose not to go. It's not yeah, really it was like fun. A, it was a good group of people over there. Nice spending time with. So all you guys spent time with Michael people. Jones. That's fun. A lot of Michael Jones. Everyone time. really, by the way, really appreciated that you guys took time out of your busy schedule to have Alfredo shirtless while you watched the Nintendo Direct. So that was really fun. Was he shirtless? I think at some point someone <laughs> said he took his shirt off. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Really? It was a fun time though. It was a fun time. I don't think he was shirtless. I didn't watch the whole thing. I just skimmed through it. <laughs> we just played. But we yeah, just that, we kind of played it on, that, on that morning was a show. Cool. Cool experience. But how about that LED screen? That right, Red Bull, the Red Bull gaming sphere. So Red Bull gaming sphere was like this. It's uh, like it's kind of hard to explain. It's just this space, kind of like YouTube space. Sure, is that what it's called? Yeah, creator. Um, the, the, but it's just for like esports and playing games. Yeah, um, fucking Red Bull has way too much money. Yeah, they have a bunch you of. You would have loved it, dude. They have a bunch of desktops set up. Everywhere. Oh god, yeah. Sugar-free Red Bull is, the, is my lifeblood. Yeah, they went up to Greg. Said that he walked up to the little guy and he was like. Hey, what's up? Uh, so I recommend uh, the yellow Red Bull's really good. The orange, blah, blah, tropical twist. He was like, I just want a water and a coffee. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Like, well, so we boring. couldn't have any beverages on camera that either weren't in their sort of designated water bottle or Red Bull. Oh, okay. So they're, yeah. pro- they're trying to be professional now? Yeah. Over at Rooster Teeth? Well, well it, was good a spon- for them. it was a sponsor thing. Yeah. Uh, by joking But they had this TV. giant video wall that was like bigger than this. Um, and it was actually proper 16 by 9. Mm-hmm. And the, the the wall was so fucking good quality. Like it was the highest quality I've ever seen. That's oh, Red Bull, dude. They like, have billions of it, dollars. It was, like, it was even better than IGN's, where it's like uh, the pitch or whatever. Yeah, the pitch. Things, it was it was proper 1080. Wow. So there was 1080 fucking pixels. That's amazing. It was so nice, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's come a long way. Uh, one day, one day. And so one that's day. that's where the main sort of games were even played at. And when we we sort of uh, ended the whole segment playing Mario Kart. So we did the thing where it's four players playing Mario Kart, but two players per character, mm-hmm. and we'll switch you control switch controls every lap. lap. Oh, right. Were you guys drinking or no? It wasn't like no, a beer thing. No, everybody okay. was kind of fucked well, up we were by all that drinking. Point. Yeah, we were all drinking. What was, yeah. the all, what was the AWD? What was the all-wheel drive thing that you did? Was this Mario Kart that you're talking about, or was this something else? I don't know. Someone said you won a race in a different game. Was that at the panel? No, that was a physical foot race. Physical foot race. Oh, that the yeah. physical foot race that race. went roughly fifteen feet. Beat Greg in a race. Never let him live Beat that Blaine. down. Beat Blaine too. Yeah, but 
it was 15 feet. It was like I wanted to go jumped. longer. It was you guys, what? Look, was, they let us they, do that. The Guardians were not having it, man. They were, we were fucking with everyone so hard. Yeah. Of course, like they should have not given kind of funny the amount of mics and alcohol. No, they they're made. dumb. No. Why would they do that? Yeah, it was. The thing is, by the time they learn, it's too late. It's already happened. The the thing that makes me really happy is I feel like kind of funny fucking brought it. Yeah. That's what I heard. Oh, yeah. A lot of people, a lot of great people. Everybody had a great time. All the best friends had a great time. I feel like we got a bunch of new best friends now that were only there to see fucking Alfredo's abs or whatever. And now are like, I guess I want to see Andy's abs too. Uh, oh, there's there. like, give them a little taste. Give, nice. them, give them a taste. Oh, it's gross. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we did, we did, I did the always open panel. That was fine. Uh, we did Glitch Please. Was Barb um, there? Yeah. For ours? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bar Ashley was there for Glitch Please? Glitch Please was Ashley. Barb was a little under the weather. Yeah, she was felt kind of bad for her. Yeah, that's unfortunate. She was feeling sick. There's nothing worse than driving internationally when you're sick. That's so fucking worse because you're like, is this going to get worse? And then is it going to like crest by the time I get on that plane back? And your sinuses are like pounding because of the pressure. It's the fucking worst. I'm just snorting Toblerone bars. What? Why? I like Toblerone bars. They're so European. It was real good. Sorry, that was a callback to a morning show. You were not on. I was on it. I was on it. Okay, cool. Yeah, dude. Yeah, buddy. Champion, champion. Final question for RTX. We can keep talking about it, but I do want to. I have just a bunch of questions of like stuff happening. Cameron Cuff. Yes. I take offense to this. Okay. Because I don't show up at the panel. And and maybe this is my fault for not expressing this. Okay. But my natural thought. My assumption is that when I don't go to a panel, you leave my seat empty with just a downlight on it that says in memorandum uh, for Nick. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Instead, you brought someone taller, better looking, more talented than me who also grew a beard out yep. and then did me on the panel. Hot. I don't, I don't like he this. He did, and he did I don't a like good this. job. I know he did a good he job because he's fucking talented. Like, it's annoying. Man, he's good. He's heard of he's both really, ways, apparently. Really good. I don't like this He's at better all. than you in every way. I yeah. agree with that. Dude, it was a blast hanging out with him. Dude, he's, he's so great that he came out. He's such a fucking awesome guy, and what I love so much about him is how genuine and real he is and how he believes in the best friend stuff so much. Like, when we went to the meet and greets, he was just fucking out there, and, like, he was having a blast. Like meeting everybody, and it was super fucking cool that when we were on uh, doing the panel, like random jokes would come up, like uh, Andy's fifteen seconds of sports, or um, the rank those abs, or like just random stuff. And Cameron like was on was all right of there. them. <laughs> like he knew all the theme songs, he knew all the like little things. And I'm like, damn, dude, like. You really fucking still watch what? us and listen to us. Oh, I yeah. Know. I mean, he's, he started listening to us long before anything, like, right? Before he yeah, was on Cuthbert and, and that stuff. Really cool. Anyway, it's really it good was to see. So great hanging out with him. That's awesome. He was super good on the panel. Like, you know, it's, it's funny because it might look easy mm-hmm. to people what we do. Well, it's pretty easy. And to an extent it is. Yeah. But to do it well and to have a kind of like vibe We're with each other, that that's not easy. It's true. And it's like when you get thrown onto a different group, you're just like us doing stuff with Achievement Hunter. We don't necessarily mesh, you know, like mm-hmm. individually or whatever mm-hmm. it is. But it's like when we're together, it's like we know how to fucking talk to each other. Yeah, we've been hours and hours of developing that rapport. But that's what I love about a lot of the best friends is when they do get a chance to, to be on our shows, mm-hmm. they mesh with us so well because they know our vibe and they can kind of just fit right in. You know, it's nice. And seeing Cameron on, on the panel, I'm just like, dude, it's like he worked with us for years. Greg That's did a great job at like awesome. surprising us and keeping us on our toes. Yeah, yeah. I heard. Uh, I heard um, he finally met. Uh, yeah, uh, Spider-Man. Shirley Spider-Man. It was pretty cool. It's he weird did. that Shirley Spider-Man decided just for that one day to get some arm tattoos. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah. Really big, bizarre. Big back tattoos. It was really weird. Yeah. Oh, I tried to bring tattoo. that up, but then uh, one of the shirtless Spider-Mans. There's two now, I guess. One of them uh, oh. moved the microphone away from me. Oh, I understand. Mm, yeah. Did he flap it? No. No, he, he didn't flap it. Yeah, and then he had a lot of trouble. 
finding himself backstage because uh, it's hard to see. It's hard mask. to see through the mask. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Um, also, Greg Miller, drunk. Though, yeah, not sure the Spider-Man, just Greg Miller himself. Yeah. Good old Greg continues to impress with the size of shirts that he can squeeze onto his body. <laughs> like we went when we were doing the tourist thing, like around London, kind of looking at stuff. We were on a mission to find the smallest London shirts possible. And we found one. We're like, there's no way Greg can put this on. Like, there's just no way. So we bought one a little bit bigger as well, just in case. And lo and fucking behold, Greg got into both. He does. Is getting him getting into him, it turns out, is the easy part. It looked like a body getting tattoo. Getting him off Greg is is difficult. Have you seen the pictures of this? Like, no, but I've seen him in all the other ones. I've seen him in the girl size Mizzou shirt that's cut off. That this shows is easily everything. the smallest. <laughs> yeah. This Kevin, can we bring up a picture of this? Like, I, what? Can we find this? On the Reddit, I'm sure it's somewhere. This it, is easily a shirt for like a two or three year old. And he yeah. fucking did it. Dude. Yeah. Very proud of him. I am. Uh, well, I'm. I'm bummed. I missed all of this, uh, but I'm also glad because I got a lot done here. Yeah. Yeah. We painted some walls. We hung some mm. art. Mm-hmm. Uh, I signed all of except for three because I had too much fun with a few of them. I had to throw them out. The uh, <laughs> the <laughs> too uh, much fun. Well, we, we, j- here's what happened. We got all the prints in for the uh, the fan mail tier last month, which was the the champ the signed championship uh, headshot of me of course, in both yeah. poses, right? How can we forget? Uh, Joey went through very. Uh, Joey and Kevin did a great job of organizing all of them, and and you know people got to pick what they wanted to pick, but some people just said Nick. Like whatever the champ wants, the champ can say. And I took some some licenses with that. We had some marker failures. We had a couple instances where we're not going to point fingers at who did this, but Joey kept fucking trying to put him in the thing and not noticing that a couple of the actual envelopes already had the stick ripped off. So she'd give it halfway through, and then it would just stuck. It was just stuck, yeah. oh. and you had to like pull it, and it was not coming. Yeah. So we had a few of those, but yeah, we had a little assembly line for those. Got those out, and I finally experienced. What I can only explain to you must be Cool Greg's hell, which is the United States Postal Office. Yeah. And they don't like him, and he doesn't like them, and I'm on his side on this. Yeah. Because, man, I walked out. Here, here's what I was saying. I was like, okay, how much are these things to send out? Well, let's figure out how much they are to send out. We'll, we'll figure out that price. And then there's, you would think, there's got to be a way for me to go, we have 60 of these. We need to send them out at this much can you just print out labels and I'll tear them off, stick them on, stick them on, stick them on, stick them on, and we're good. And they go, nope, we can't do that. And I'm like, why not? And they're like, we have to sell you $1 stamps or f- and 50 cent stamps, and you have to figure out the math to, to put these on there, and then you have to hand put each stamp on there. And I was like, where is the stamps.com read? When are we signing up? Like, we got to get this service going because yeah. this was just a convoluted nightmare. We have it set up. We've just never done it. And then... The guy at the post office goes, you know, you can go to a place that has a little like a meter and they'll just print them out for you. And I'm like, I thought I was at that place. Isn't this the place where they do that? (laughs) I hate it. That sucks. And the guy's like, no. And they gave a shit because we bought all the one dollar stamps. He's like, you know, these are hard to come by. And I'm like, fuck you. Fucking no, I didn't know that. Why would I know that? That's Why your world. I don't want to be in this hell that is your world. It was weird. We had a great time doing that. And then, yeah, yeah. I saw uh, Predator, which was the highlight of my last couple weeks because, boy, that was a movie. Yeah. Boy, it was a movie. Let me, let's talk about it, dude. So how much do you know about Predator? Very little, actually. All right. Uh, I, we're, we might get I think s- I've only seen Predator. Alien versus Predator. Okay. All right. So we're going to back up here. I want to take you on a little bit of a journey. 1987, I oh. believe. The movie Predator comes out, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Carl Weathers, bring it up second, and then directed, of course, by one John McTiernan. Now, Andy, because you listen to the Dan Lebetard show, you know that there's never been a director that's had a better three-movie series than Predator, Die Hard, and Hunt for October. Back to back to back. Back to back to back. Mm-hmm. 
John McTiernan knocks this movie out of the fucking park. Does such a good job with this film that he actually makes Arnold Schwarzenegger look like a real actor, which is was impossible. I mean, to put it in context, impossible. to put it in context, the movies he had done before that were like Commando and The Running Man, and at no point did he approach anything that was close to acting. But he looked great in this movie. So I mean, I, me just not understanding sure. this stuff. Predator's not in that same league. Like Predator's legitimately a good movie. The, the original Predator is legitimately one of the best action movies ever made. And the reason being is because it's very it's played very straight. There's very little humor. It's not it really explained why the Predator's there or what he's doing. It, you get this, like, there are small one lines here or there, like, hey, we're being hunted by this thing. And it looks like we're being hunted for sport, but we don't. There's never really, never really explicitly explained what the Predator's backstory is. In fact, I read some of the IMBG, uh, IMBD trivia on it. And there's a scene at the very beginning that shows the ship in space coming, and that was added later, uh, much to the much to the dismay of John McTiernan, because he wanted you to just drop into this world with these badass mercenaries, and then have them get picked off one by one by something that was even more badass. And that was it. And it's in very many ways kind of a horror sci-fi movie too, because uh-huh. they're just getting hunted, fucking, and brutalized by this thing. And then it just comes to the climactic finish, and we're out. And it's very, very like there's no fat on this movie. It's just exactly what you want with the exception of the random, incredibly indulgent scene where they attack a village and just fucking blow people out of the way. And they're actually spitting one line. It's like he throws a knife at someone and the guy sticks to the uh, thing and he goes, stick around. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) It's great. Uh, So the 87, aside from being a classic, and I'm I'm not saying this in classic Nick fashion where I'm just talking out of my ass, is legitimately just a great movie and, and and is held as one of the best action movies ever made. Um, you get Predator 2, which is, they were like, hey, you know what's cooler than the Predator hunting in a densely populated jungle? Him going and hunting in L.A. And I'm like, all right, you've piqued my curiosity. Who's going to be the star of this movie? And they're like, no better star for an action-packed movie where a muscle-bound guy fights an alien than Danny Glover. And I'm like, Danny Glover. That's a choice. That's a choice. Ended up being an okay choice. Really? Okay, because he was supposed to be... No, he wasn't. They weren't setting him up as the badass. He was like a police detective. So he's a cop. Yeah. He's a tough cop. Set set around the L.A. riots. Set during in the far future. This movie was made, I believe, in 1990. It was set in the far future of 1997. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They were like, and they envisioned a future in 1997 where L.A. was so hot that Flying people cars. were sweating constantly. No, they just had cooler. Everybody cars. was so sweaty. But that was the, that was supposed to be the point, which was that the the predator likes to hunt in hot, like he's like reptilian, so he yeah. likes hot environments, and like LA. can see heat and all these things. So L.A. the heat wave, he comes there, he's hunting, and it's not shot as well, and it's kind of goofy, and there's some gang warfare stuff, but it's still a pretty cool movie. We see a little bit more about the predators. Still don't know much about them, right? Then we get to Alien versus Predator. What really? Yeah. There wasn't a third Predator. No. Alien versus Predator. There was was a third Predator, but Alien versus Predator, I believe, was the next in the series. Wow. So AVP happens. This is after Alien, uh, uh, you can look it up, Uh, Alien uh, 4, where they're on the fucking spaceship and everything's weird. Resurrection. Thank you. AVP. That was Alien 3. No, Alien Alien 3 was Alien 3. Yeah, Alien, Alien 4 was Alien Resurrection. Yeah. Alien 3 was on a penal colony, and it was actually pretty adult, kind of a dope film, kind of unfinished, though. Uh-huh. So, look up all these facts, because I could be getting some of these wrong. But I believe the next in the series was Alien vs. Predator. That was the one that happens in the ice, where basically it's a... It's Antarctica, a, right? The, yeah, Antarctica, and the concept is this is where the Predators go to train, and they train against the, the most vicious hunter ever imagined by anything, which is the alien. And they go, and it's like a rite of passage. So three young predators have to go, and they have to find their weapons, and they have to train, and, and they have to survive. And whoever just survives, I guess, gets put in the next. Episode. Cool concept, poorly done. Yeah. 
Okay. Next movie, Alien vs. Predator 2, which is also known as Alien vs. Predator Requiem. Requiem. Which actually, I stand by, was a pretty cool film. Never right? seen it. It's but a direct sequel, pick, up. picks up right after cool. AVP, right? Uh, same plane that ends AVP, crash lands, aliens get out, and You're this predator him, has to go. This predator has the predator that's the last predator standing. I'm sorry. Uh, I believe. That the ship from AVP that gets away crashes, that predator dies, then another predator picks up a distress signal, and they're basically like, yo, shit's about to go down on Earth, you gotta go clean this shit up. So he's kind of a good guy in that-ish, yeah. even though he fucks everyone up. So the predator kind of becomes the good guy, but also the main the main humans are the good guys. It's cool, it's a small town kind of horror feel, mm-hmm. where like these these monsters are picking these people off, and it's very, very horror inspired, whereas like, AVP was kind of sci-fi-y. Yeah. Tim, in one scene, an alien face crawler goes into like a baby ward right mm-hmm. and then just it's really sad sad jesus and yeah really fucking intense I, I remember and let me know if i'm wrong about this i remember this movie having one of those weird things that had like an alternate second half or something where it's like there's two versions of this movie that i'm not familiar with okay. but well, I'm, if andy looks it up andy yeah, or yeah, kevin can look it up right now kevin so that was cool. It's a one-off story, and it, it kind of just is self-contained, which is dope. Mm-hmm. And I like the ending of it too. Like that centers around uh, a female protagonist who is a she's I believe she's a marine or like recon army recon okay. coming back from her tour of duty, only to find that her town's been overrun by not only aliens but a predator and a spoilers predator alien hybrid that is Why fucking not? terrifying. Okay. And like there is a scene in this. They do some cool stuff in this. I think it's, I, I actually like this one. Uh, I, this one has a, whole, a special place in my heart. I like it way better than AVP, which is just kind of a throwaway movie. It's Alien vs. Predator. Adrian Brody? Then we get to Predators. Predators is Adrian Brody. And this movie has no right to be as good as it is. Is it a reboot? It is a soft reboot, roughly. It, it is not. Take it, place in the universe? It takes place in the universe, but it is pretty much the exact same plot as the 87 Predator. Okay, a team of people being hunted by a predator in a jungle-like setting. The difference is, the way the movie starts off is, it starts off on a close-up of Adrian Brody's face with wind hitting him, and then we pull out and he's just falling. And he wakes up freaking the fuck out, pops a parachute, lands, looks up, and he's on a different planet. And then looks over and there's a bunch of other parachutes, and basically the predators have kidnapped like hardcore motherfuckers from Earth, like Mercs like Adrian Brody is like an ex like Navy SEAL Merc, uh, head of a Yakuza, the the worst prisoner you could possibly think of, and so they have to figure out why they're all (laughs) on this place together. Like they're like, what were you? You were Russian mob. You're Yakuza. Uh, Topher Grace is there. You're not quite sure why the fuck he's there because he feels (laughs) like he's like I got pulled for no reason. Like this is fucked up. I'm an accountant. Yeah, he's like I'm just an accountant, and so they have to survive, but they're being hunted by multiple predators on this like new world, and it's basically the plot of predator but it's just done in, a, in just a slightly different way to keep your interest cool. and then they also that's with there that they that they introduce um the bigger version like there's a there's a normal predator and then there's like a different race of predators that are bigger and they fucking hate each other and they pick on the smaller ones mm, and so there's shit it's yeah like the, the, the covenant and the yeah covenant. yeah so then they have to figure out not only how to survive but they have to figure out how to get off this planet mm. predators uh, by the way cool. came out in 2010 and i feel like it came out in 2001 yeah it's it was a while ago but it kind of came it, like it was way longer ago so then flash forward of course to, to a couple weeks ago when shane black's predators comes out predator Predators, oh, the Predator. Excuse me, yeah. Shane Black's The Predator is the name of the newest iteration incantation of the Predator series. Um, 
this movie tries to do a lot of good in that it it realizes, hey, we've not only once but twice already done the team of mercenaries being hunted down in a jungle. So we can't do that. So it tries to add a lot more of a subplot to what's going on with the predators mm-hmm. in the predator world. There's a whole political uh, thing happening with predators. Uh, there's multiple no there's multiple predators on the earth. You see the mega predator guy hunting the smaller predator, but this is other. So there's all sorts of convoluted ideas that are going on in this movie that are really cool, but just not done very well. Mm-hmm. And then you add to that this team of mercenaries that has there's no real reason for them to be in this movie at all. They really don't do anything other than they're an excuse and a vehicle to deliver throwaway lines that move the plot along, mm. but also uh, have some comic back and forth, which was not very good to be like one of them. Thomas Jane's character has Tourette's and it's just, it falls flat every time he does anything. Cause like just randomly screaming out the C word. You're like, uh, all right, dude, is that what we're doing here? Uh, Olivia Munn's character is thrown in there. But you could totally tell they were like, we've got we should we cannot just have this person be in here and do nothing. So you can tell she was thrown in there to basically um, to give context of the biology of what was going on, like what was happening, like the larger plot. But then they were like, we can't just have her just saying words the entire time. So midway through, she just picks up a rifle and starts shooting like she's right. And you're like, no, it's not all right. Because you're like, why the fuck would she do that? Like, who this is you, all weird. Who would you say is a standout of the movie? Um, Sterling K. Brown is fan-fucking-tastic. And he has some of the laugh-out-loud moments. He's um, from... Uh, uh, People versus O.J. Simpson. Oh, no. I was thinking... Black Panther. Sterling K. Brown. Is he the one from... I think he played one of the younger guys the, 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 in the... In, in the Oakland. Yeah, in Oakland. He was great. And I got to give it to Boyd Holbrook. I fucking love that guy. He was the guy that was a bad guy in Logan. Oh, like, oh, he's on This oh, Is I Us. John That's Logan. where I know him from. This yes, is he us. is on This Is Us. Yeah. Um, it's great. This movie is a fun, jumbled mess yeah. that I thoroughly enjoyed from start to finish. I definitely recommend seeing it in theaters. Just know you're wasting your money. Yeah. Get a big Coke. Get a popcorn. Sit back. Give me a big cherry Coke. Who gives a Enjoy shit? It. Because a lot of it's tongue in cheek, and a lot of it is them making fun of like the, the genre and all the stuff, and them being a little self-aware that... This 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 ground has been treaded on many many times before, um, but it's far and away not 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 a good Predator movie. It's not very good. So I saw another yeah. movie right before I went to London, and I don't think I've got to talk about it on the show yet. Searching. Yeah, uh, Joe saw it. The oh yeah, she liked it a lot. The, so it's the new movie uh, by John Cho. Mm-hmm. He directed it and stars in it. Do you know who John Cho is? I do not know. Harold and Kumar. Oh, okay, he's Harold. Um, he's also in the Star Trek reboots. Yeah. Hikaru Sulu. So he he just put out this new movie called Searching. It's kind of one of those I more think I just like messed that up. indie type <laughs> movies, like a very small, uh, small budget. title, right? Small budget. That's an indie, very, yeah. yeah, very very indie. It's it's made by the same people that did uh, Unfriended, the, yes. the horror movie, the yes. horror movie. Really? Uh, so that's and which utilized a lot of the same sort of techniques as this movie. So the gimmick of this movie is that every single is this thing, a horror. Uh, no, it's okay. a, it's a, a it's more of a thriller, a thriller, mystery. Joe's throwing the shock mic coming out. He's, He's talking about searching, searching. Oh, so the movie, every single thing that you see is from, is on a screen. So it's kind of like Chronicle, how every shot is somehow from Hand a video help. camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this, every single shot is from a screen. So if you're seeing somebody, it's FaceTime or it's a webcam or Skype or something like that. Um, if you're not seeing them, you can hear them and just see like them doing stuff. They'll be using um, 
like Google and you see them doing the Google search, or you'll see like instant messengers pop up or whatever. Um, I don't want to spoil. Streaming. I don't want to spoil too much, but yeah, a lot of live stream stuff. YouTube. And they, the whole idea is like they they got to stick to that concept, and it really works. It sounds super gimmicky, where you're like, at some point, this is gonna get old. It's like mm-hmm. phone booth. They never let it <laughs> go. Saying, that's not a good. That's not a good example. <laughs> that was well, Colin Farrell uh, or Sam. Uh, no, Colin Farrell. That's yeah. Colin Farrell. Yeah, that no, was not a good movie. Where he's in a phone booth the whole movie? He's just literally oh. stuck in a phone booth the entire movie. I never saw it. The guy's like, if you get off the phone, I'll fucking sniper. shoot you. I love that. Like, like, ah, yeah, okay, man. this sucks for me. <laughs> this, But this fucking worked. And I, I love it because uh, I was talking to Nick before I saw it uh, about an interview with John Cho. Yeah. And he was saying that he's like not sure if the idea is going to work. He was vehemently against the idea. As they were making the movie, he's like, it shouldn't all be that. I'm so happy they did because it builds such an amazing kind of pace to the movie and you're always questioning what they're going to do next and they never settle on one gimmick for too long so it's like the, the moment like there's one moment and i'm not going to spoil any of the cool stuff in this uh, but there's a moment where they leave the house and you're like what are they going to like how are you going to get this yeah and then it's like a gps pops up like google maps and then you see the car going no. and you're like, this is fucking super cool um the movie opens with a really cool montage of kind of introducing the only in characters. theaters yes in theaters right now okay is they it available like on demand no, not so. yet. No, it's not a legit. Yet. It's a it's it's a legit release. Yeah, it, like it's, it's a, which is weird. It's a full, it's a big uh, gamble for them, but uh, I think it's gonna pay off because like oh they're gonna make a ton of money off of it. Super good reviews. Oh, yeah. um, it also yeah. probably only cost them like the salaries of the employee of the of the actors and a, mo- a really artist. good motion graphic really artist. Really good motion artist. Yeah. Like that, the I was blown away because so the movie opens with a montage uh, introducing you to the family of characters and each family or each member of the family. Uh, you learn about them through their computer. So it'll cut between Windows it's 95 really cool. and uh, like one of the characters has like an alienware. So you can tell, like, oh, like that's the, the teenage boy that would, guy. That would be Kevin. And then there's like the, be the MacBook. It's like, oh, that's the, the teenage girl. And then the Windows 95 is like the, the mom who mm-hmm. like doesn't really know how to use computers. And it's like very cool. And they re- I feel like that's what Pixar would do if they were to make a movie about like computers that have. Totally human. <laughs> they, they faithfully they faithfully recreate all of the user interfaces and stuff with motion graphics, and it does a lot of zoom ins and stuff. But the quality's super high. Like it's not all shitty and pixelated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoever the fuck did the motion graphics, like it was like the most impressive shit I've ever seen. And what's cool is the montage in the beginning sets the tone and the pace for the movie. And usually when you see really cool things like that in the beginning, you're like, all right, then there's gonna be a title screen and the movie starts. Mm-hmm. It just keeps going, like. The, the entire movie kind of feels like a very, very well edited, put together montage that just keeps building That's over cool and as over. Hell. And it's like the story of this this guy's daughter that goes missing. And you just like you're putting together uh, from him working with the detective. Oh, I can't wait to watch that. Like what happened to her? Like, is she OK? And it's fucking rad. Yeah, it was one of the things with even the director was like when he when they first started, like the production company approached him to do it. They were. They, I think he was talking about like how he's like we needed to make sure that we needed to be very aware that this was a gimmick and it really needed to service the plot and it really needed to serve to build tension and so they paid extra special care to that and I and from what it sounds like they really nailed it. Yeah, it the movie does a very good job of kind of leading you down uh, a direction of thinking you know it's about to happen mm-hmm. and then giving. There's so many twists and I feel like for the most part they're all satisfying. Some mm-hmm. are more satisfying than others, but like. There are just moments in this movie where I'm like, I can't believe they're going here. And it, I feel it's a perfect mix of using the screen stuff in an interesting way and having cool plot points where you're like, 
like, oh, I thought I noticed that earlier, but now this confirms it. Like, it feels like a really, really, really good episode this of is, Law and Order. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna say, this is like the most Tim Gettys ass movie totally. ever. It really because, is. Because like, this is what I imagine your life is like, and I don't mean this as an insult. <laughs> Whenever a, a new <laughs> iPhone <total> <laughs> or Nintendo rumor pops, yeah. you go down this screen rabbit hole. Like, I, so If I was looking at you, this is what I imagine the two hours of your life would be, yeah. where it starts with like, hey, there's a rumor that there's an iPhone XR coming out and then two hours later you're like confirmed I yeah. found it it's I mean it's fucking cool because it's like you'll see people in like the the tabs that they have open and you're just like huh I wonder what that that website is and like the dad has to go in and like try to figure it out and then there's just moments where they like use every app like that you could imagine just having some type of cool uh use for to mm-hmm. advance the plot it's just it's so impressive like what do you think about it Joe I really really liked it I thought they did a really good job of using different types of media so you weren't locked into one thing which is totally what I thought it was going to be like oh is this all going to be through FaceTime like there was that's going to get FaceTime's the thing they use the most where I'm like no one uses FaceTime like yeah, this yeah exactly but I'll give it to them because but they know. do a really good job of integrating different ways and like like you said with like using maps and all that kind of stuff it's like oh this is how you move outside of just like move it around mm-hmm. if it was a Spider-Man it would have been Bing video <laughs> oh Christ! <laughs> it would have. Well, that was cool about this is like they they would use stuff like Bing, but yeah. it wouldn't just be Bing. Then someone else would have Internet Explorer. Someone Got else it. would have Google Chrome, mm-hmm. and it really builds the characters. Like you start to believe in that's, the world that that's making. that's not realistic. Though nobody uses Internet Explorer. <laughs> so here's the thing: you mentioned Love Simon. I think we can all agree this movie's phenomenal. Everyone should watch this. Here's the bone. Me and Joey have been waiting to pick with you for a very, very long time. And I'm glad I remembered this. It's almost as if I planned it, but rest assured, I did not. Thanks to DC Universe for supporting the Game Over Greggy Show. It's the ultimate DC membership created just for DC fans. Of course, Greg Miller, big fan of this whole thing. Uh, It's the only place that you can watch the original DC series, the all-new live-action Titans that's premiering fall 2018, Young Justice, Outsiders, Doom Patrol, Swamp Thing, Stargirl, and Harley Quinn. They're all coming in 2019. It's going to be a fun time over there. Uh, New episodes available weekly, so there's always something to look forward to. And it's not just TV series. There's comics, too. It's the ultimate DC membership here. Uh, the comic reader has to be seen to be believed. It works with your big screen TV so you can watch or you can read comics from your TV. You don't even need to leave your couch. It's a, it's a, it's a, everything's there for you, Kev. Um, thoughtfully curated, regularly refreshed library of digital comics, 2,500 modern and classic titles. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of DC comics. Uh, filled with exclusive merch, members only shop with collectibles, posters, t-shirts, and more. Uh, available on all of your favorite devices, iOS, Android, Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google Chromecast. Pretty much everything. Uh, watching the series, reading the comics. It's the whole kit and caboodle, as they say. You can join for just $7.99 a month, or better yet, grab an annual membership for just $74.99 and save 20%. Uh, you can feel like what it's have to have an entire universe that revolves around you. Join today at dcuniverse.com. $7.99 a month, or $74.99 for the annual thing. Save 20%. I would do that one. That sounds a lot better. 
And also, shout out to Robinhood for sponsoring the Game Over Greg's show this week. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. So that's all of us out there, me and you included. Non-intimidating ways for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. That's going to be me. I've never done this before, but Kevin's doing it for years, and I feel like I'm messing up for not I've being here. I've been telling you for so long to do it, and yeah. it's super easy now. Too. Yeah? Okay. Well, there making it easy because this is simple and intuitive, clear design with data presented in an easy to digest way. What was your experience with Robinhood, Kev? Oh, it was very simple. Yeah, it was really easy. Download the app. Well, go to the site, mm -hmm. download the app, you get a little extra. I'm intimidated by this whole thing. Is it, it like I understand your intimidation. It's, uh -huh. a, it's a process. Yeah. But like you need to do it. Okay, okay. And Robinhood's making it easier. Um, here's the value of the Robinhood app. Uh, other bro broke brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees, trade stocks, and you get to keep all of your profits. Um, it's easy to understand charts and market data, place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. That sounds too easy. Uh, you get to learn by doing it. Learn how to invest as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks and track favorite companies with personalized news feeds, custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at greggy.com. Robinhood.com. That's greggy.robinhood.com. That's a free stock. Why would you not do that? That sounds awesome. Especially for like Apple. What? Uh, but yeah, check that out. Robinhood giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at greggy.robinhood.com. That's greggy.robinhood.com. How can you not like to all the boys I've loved before? I just. Movie on Netflix. Don't get it. This movie's on like Netflix. It. It is a Netflix Nick just doesn't or Tim just doesn't love it. I don't love it. And now here's the thing. I, I can now double down and stand by that because I feel this year or at least year and a half or whatever it is. We've gotten so many amazing coming of age stories mm -hmm. uh, like that are very similar. And now that I've watched Love, Simon and Lady Bird, I'm like, those are so much better than that. Oh, movie. no, undeniably. Really? And then on top of that, you got eighth grade, which is the number one. Yeah, it's so freaking I still haven't seen good. it. No, I haven't seen that. Yet. It's all the boys I've loved before. It's fun. It's Netflix, though. It it's, feels like Netflix. I, one of the things it does uh, to me, though, it was so unabashedly charming and yeah. so adorable. And the the, the main character uh, was it Laura Condor. Is that her name? Lana Condor. Lana Condor is just the cutest thing you've ever seen in your life. I'm yeah, like, she's great. I, it's I just I just was so taken by this movie. I'm like, I want to see the next, whatever the next in the book series is going to be. I want to see this. Is there a book? Oh, there's, there's four three books. books. Three books. No shit. Yeah, Are they like sequels to each other? Or yeah. Is so they really? kind of took a little bit of the second book and put it into the movie to give it a little bit more of a rounded out okay. story. I'm in. Um, yeah, they're they're, gonna make some other I'm going to look them up. Interesting, though. I wouldn't have put this in the same echelon as Lady Bird and Love, Simon, in 8th Grade, which of, I've only seen Lady Bird out of those three. Because I feel like this was way more rom-commy than coming of age. So Lady Bird, I feel, is the biggest outlier okay. of those. But I do feel, and like, yeah, it, it is more rom-commy than the other two. But I do feel like they're kind of in a, in a similar vein, especially Love, Simon. Okay. I haven't seen like, either of just those. Just the character two. dynamics that everybody has, like... I you everyone needs to watch eighth grade. It's fantastic. Have you seen any of these? No. You should watch all of them. <laughs> like they're really they're all varying degrees of good to amazing. <laughs> the trilogy is called the Summer I Turned Pretty trilogy. Love it. I love it. The first of which is to all the boys I've loved before. Uh, what the fuck? Why the fuck would you not have all of them? Why would you not have all? Give me the okay. 
Give me the bibliography. I also watched the other movie that Noah Centineo is in, which is Sierra Burgess is a Loser. And that goes kind of along the same lines as To All the Boys I Love Before and... Oh, that's a movie. The, I thought that was a series. No, it was a movie. Interesting. Oh, that's uh, the girl from Stranger Things, right? Yeah. And uh, the setup. I think Netflix has been doing like a really good job with their... No, nope, I got that wrong. The summer tri- tri- pretty trilogy is not this is not this book series. I apologize. That's my bad. We'll the, wait for an update. My bad. The setup, um, mm-hmm. which is a Netflix movie uh, with Zoe Deutsch, which yeah. by the way, Flower is another movie that I put in that category, and I put Flower right next to Eighth Grade. Hmm. So fucking. Is that great. another Netflix original? It's not Netflix. It was, okay. It's an indie movie that came got out it. starring Zoe, and she's fantastic. But the uh, the setup. I feel nailed what it was trying to do more than to all the boys I loved before. <gasps> what? Where, really? It, the setup didn't feel like a Netflix movie. It felt like a rom-com movie from 2005, but in 2018. I, 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 I didn't, I didn't love the setup. The, the setup was fun, but it felt like a Netflix movie, which I don't like. I don't think it did at all. Uh, I, uh, that was the one where, the, where they were trying to set their bosses up. Yes. Yeah, I was like, uh, I don't uh, you guys have all talked about. Jobs. You guys have all talked about what you watch. Hold on, hold on. I just, just to clarify, it's to all the boys I love before. P.S. I love you and always and forever, Laura Jean. Man, those now are some YAS book titles. And I'm fucking 100 percent in Joe. Oh, yeah. I'm still touching Andy while I'm talking to you, and this is making me <laughs> super happy. I want these next two movies. Oh, I need to too. fucking immediately get them. them. Probably. I would be shocked I mean, if this we is a didn't. huge hit yeah you have to imagine because of the hit of this because of the market penetration they're going to do these next the money movies. that they put into other shit like you got to assume they yeah. know that they have like a, a hit on their hands um all right guys let me set the scene for you all right it's nighttime in old london england great britain united kingdom and i'm just hanging out and i'm watching um great british bake-off it's like 11, so it's like 10.30ish, 11pm. I know that I, I gotta start packing because I'm leaving tomorrow, right? I put the TV on mute because it's just kind of like background. It was on in the background, put it on mute. I was like, oh, I haven't caught up on the latest latest Levitard show. Started listening to Levitard show. Great. About an hour and a half goes by. I'm still packing, just kind of farting around. Look up at the TV. Four dicks on the screen. Mm-hmm. Screen is just full of dicks. Yeah. Hanging, like, flopping real, real dicks. Real dicks. Real ass dicks just hanging. And I'm like, what the f- I was just watching Great British Bake Off. What did this turn into? It's a, it's a baking show called The Dipstick. <laughs> it is a reality show <laughs> called Naked Attraction. Yeah, it is. In which one person is trying to find the next love of their life based on how their body looks. And it was a man trying to find his boyfriend or possibly future husband. And the way the game works is there are four giant tubes which with each human being in them. And the guy judges them and the, the tube reveals from the feet all the way up to the waist. It's like, all right, we're only look, so he we're knows, looking at dicks right now. Let's, let me back up. So this person is someone he has met before. No. No. Oh, so they're these basically, are these are strangers. four random. So you're not these trying to strangers. get, like, it's not like I'm looking and then I, I see your two feet. So I'm like, that's Andy. No, 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 no. These are all just strangers. It reveals from the, from the feet all the way to the waist. And we're just looking at dicks right now. Oh, do you do you like us uh, having the mushroom head on there? You know, I do like the head. I do like the head. I like seeing him. Uh, he's got a. This great, sounds awesome. Yeah, this is a great, fa- fantastic great girth show, right there. I like I like the size of that one. 
uh, beautiful legs on on this chap. I love it. And it's just like, I was like, what is this show? How is this real? And then it reveals up until the neck. And then it's like, are you, do you fancy a nipple? I do like my nipples being played with, actually. I enjoy it quite a bit. And, the, and then they're just judging. And then, so with each round, he's eliminating people, right? Actually, I don't think it's four. I think it's six, maybe. Either way, after the dick round, he eliminates one person. Then the person gets revealed and, and they walks start out. with the dick. Yeah. Person get, walks out. They hug each other. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. He's like, oh, it's fine, mate. Don't. And they cut to the guy in the back room. He's like, you know, he said he likes to party. And so do I. So that's his loss, you know, whatever. Um, and then <laughs> and then they, they keep removing people or whatever. Finally, it's the dude and two people, I believe. He has to show them himself naked. The judger becomes the judgee. Oh no! And they, they get to pick if they want him. No, no, no. They just come out. But uh, oh, okay. so we during one of them, dick. so there's funny little moment between the between two of the the contestants. Um, one of them a super buff bald dude, and the other one kind of a skinnier guy, like pretty boy or whatever. And they're both looking at each other naked, and the judge is like, "What do you all think of each other?" And and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's very handsome. Yeah, I'd, I'd totally like go on a date with you, or whatever." And then the guy comes out and shows them his body, and he's naked. And then uh, the guy essentially picks the bald guy, right? Super buff dude, really, really handsome. And they go out on a date. They're like, well, the next time you see each other, you're going to be fully clothed. So that's where they set up the date. And they go out on the date or whatever. And they hang out and talk, and it's all fine, whatever. And then they meet up again three months later, because I don't think it worked out. And the bald guy reveals that that same day... Him and his contestant, the guy he was going against, went out on a date the hooked same up, night. Hooked up. Yeah, and they show, and they show like the guy who was like judging him, kind of like, oh man, like you, you fucked the other guy. You like, wow, that's kind of bullshit, or whatever. Hot. Then we move on to round two, well, a different, different contestant, and it's a guy judging naked women. Thing goes up, nothing but vag everywhere, just yeah. beautiful, just pussy, 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 pussy everywhere. <laughs> and we're looking and. And he's like, you know, I'm not a big fan of her labia. Like, Jesus. oh, this and this one has a a, a, cl- a clitoris ring. How do you like that? Oh, by the way, one of the guys in the earlier round uh, had a gooch piercing, and he oh. was like, in. Uh, oh, it's got the on the on the fucking grundle. Yeah, yeah. Did yeah, they yeah. show it? Oh yeah, oh, showed the gooch piercing. How do you see a gooch? How do you see the, how do you see a chunk? Well, because it it revi- it, it, re- it turns around. But did he have to lift it up to see? Or am I getting the right no, part? No, he of just the turned around. Right? He turned around. The cameras. Showing the gooch. Oh, they showed the gooch. Yeah, that must be a big ring. Jesus anyway, fucking Christ! Or so that, he's got a really anyway, small so this, butthole. So this guy's like judging all these women's vaginas, and he's like, he's like, you know, I fa- I like her legs quite a bit. I, I think this she has some really nice legs. But this is too ever. much, bub. Uh, like too much hair. And she's like, do you, do you like hair? You know, I don't like really like hair. I do prefer it to be because when I go down on them, I get rug burn on my nose. And it's stuff not like sure that's he's happening. Doing it wrong. So he kicks people off, and then it keeps raising. And by the time you know it, you're like, "All right, he's definitely going to pick that girl, regardless of what she's like." Because clearly, she's like, I think what they revealed was like she was a former model. She was like some Italian woman, like beautiful woman. And of course, he picked her. And they went on a date, and she just wasn't feeling it. She was like a 49 year old, like former model. And uh, the guy was like, earlier on when he was picking from the women, he said. I'm looking for somebody for the next 20 years that I can be with. This guy may, must have been 50, maybe. And they go out on the date, and she just wasn't feeling it. And they interview them separately. She's like, well, he said he wants somebody for the next 40 years, and I'm just, or for the next 20 years. And I'm just like, that's too much. 
Like this woman just here to play. Like this woman just yeah, wants. She dick. knows what she's got. It's awesome. It's and really it's, cool. And what she's got is still in high demand. Yeah, and yeah, it was if great. You get what I am saying. It was great. Yeah, uh, but it was still just. I just didn't understand how. And then on the bottom right, next up, British Bake Off. It's like, how are you sandwiching this show between two episodes of British Bake Off? I'm so into this. I want to fucking What's watch this it. Called? Naked Attraction. Oh man. Yeah. I, I tell you, when I was a kid, uh, we went. We my, my parents took my brother and I to Italy. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget this. We were sitting there. It was like maybe, I mean, we went to bed early back in the day. So it couldn't have been like later than like 7 or 8 p.m. And of course, we're just watching TV. And then we can't understand it. It's all in time. It's back in like the 80s. Um, and I'll never forget. They were flipping around channels. And a show came on. And it was a game show with just naked people. And I think if I'm not mistaken, it's called Copo Grosso, which was like, I don't even know what that means. I haven't even bothered to look it up. Gross cup. No, uh, grosso probably means like big. Like, I don't know. But I don't know. We, I have to Google it. But um, I remember watching this and I was like, I don't understand. Because prior to this, the only nudity I'd ever seen on TV was either in movies that were like rented or the in, when we were in like the hotel and it was kind of scrambled for a second. And then you'd see a nip and you'd be like, ah. Yeah. Ah. So yeah. I was just thrown by this. Just shook by this. Yeah. And for a kid. Shocking. For a child who was is closely approaching puberty, this was like, this was an epiphany for me. And I legitimately was like, how do I sneak back down and watch this? But this is like, there's no DVR. Like, how right. am I supposed to? It was, oh man, it was so crazy. And people, but my, my family in Italy was like, no, 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 we just, this is what's on. And I'm like, yeah. but I don't understand. Is this like the adult channel? And they're like, no, we just don't give a fuck because we're in Italy. And we like, you know, we don't, we're not. We don't care about sexuality here. Like, we, you can show nudity; it doesn't matter. And I'm like, man, we got it backward in the states. It was so weird, dude. And what it what it reminded me of was, um, uh, God, I think during the first round, fuck, I forgot what I, was, I lost my train of thought. But either way, the guy's walking out, and the guy has to show them show himself to the girls naked. And it's like, all right, let's see what kind of dick this guy's got. He's got a big old dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's a big old hanging dick. I was like, all right, good for good you, man. For you, dude. And then, like, and they were showing the two girls, and they're like, well, what do you think of him naked? And the one, one girl was like, yeah, I like it. You know, it's like, fuck, they're going to fuck later. They naked didn't. attraction viewers disgusted as Channel 4 show returns. Quote, what the fuck is this? Channel 4 viewers were horrified after Naked Attraction returned for a second season last night, leaving fans disgusted. Dude, what? As the controversial dating show once more revealed a batch of naked bodies, viewers were left reeling as Channel 4 didn't hide anything. Well, what's shocking about it is that, like, who are these contestants so willing to sign up for the show where, like, because when they announce them, they're like, the same people, the same dipshits, or like, well, I shouldn't say dipshits, but the same people that signed up for that naked dating show on, in America. Remember that one woman got oh, pissed yeah. because they they flashed her vag like five times? Well, the thing about this one, it was like, they, they'd be like, this she is Laura. Him. She's an accountant from so-and-so. She's a, this guy's a banker from blah, blah, blah. It's like, you're just like openly telling these people where they're from and like that's well for one they they, probably, they just care about their personal well, lives. Well, for one, I mean, yes, this or they is, must be self-made. They don't give a shit. You know, this is uh, good for this them. is well, for one, uh, obviously, like the, a lot of this is probably made up. Two, I think we're, we're we're still ascribing sort of our notions on what's acceptable. Sure, I don't. I like don't, they don't like it. It sounds either. like they don't like it. Either. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. But I but like again, I mean, like the, I mean, not that England's necessarily 100 percent European, but like. They're a little bit looser on what is and is not acceptable. Plus, people just want to be famous, man. They'll do anything to be famous. I was reminded of this because I saw Rahul Kohli's uh, fiance Yasmin tweet about like, "Holy shit! I like I love Naked Attraction," and I was like, "Oh my god! I forgot to talk about that on the morning show." Oh, I love it. Such a weird. 
Talk about it tomorrow happened. so I can use that as a headline for the morning show. show. Friday, you I'll motherfucker. <laughs> you motherfucker. Um, no, that's that just sounds like a show I I would be wildly addicted to. It was really bizarre, dude. It's very to just strange. like look up and like there's a bunch of dicks on my screen. What's happening? That must have shocked yeah. you. I love it. I can't it was very they bizarre. Sh- they just show that stuff. Though. They just that's show so the whole dick and then they spin them around because they're on a little like a uh, like turn style, like little lazy, lazy Susan. Susan. Yeah, a little mechanized. Well, well they're machine. just in a tube, right? So then they just sort of like. And then it's like, oh, there's a gooch piercing, you know, and they talk about the gooch piercing. <laughs> the big reveal. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then, like, like one of the women uh, had nipple piercings, and the guy was like, you know, when I, I prefer the soft texture. And when I'm down, when I'm licking around there and you feel something hard, it kind of throws me off. And I was like, no, you just don't like the way she looks. Like, <laughs> because the other girl has a nipple piercing and you're into her because she's hotter. Like, don't be a fucking yeah, dick about it. Yeah, come on, just it, fucking you know? say it, man. Yeah. Like, like this, of any show, this is the show to be superficial. Yeah. Just do and it. And they would walk Jesus. out, he'd be like, I'm so sorry. And he would hug them all. And No, do you, do you not? Do you remember the show that I'm talking about where it was yeah. two people and they went naked on dates and famous? naked? Is or, that what it was? Or, or blind... Oh God! I know what you're talking it was, about. There was something where they were like in the dark, or is that a different one? Well, it started no. with naked news. This the show that I'm thinking of got, got got was back in the news like maybe a few years ago because the woman it was a girl and a guy they were on a date on a beach there was the, the whole concept was you meet each other naked and you go on a date or whatever but she was promised that they were going to blur out all of the fun parts and they missed a couple and it went <laughs> and <laughs> naked Vegas there's naked Vegas the naked truth I skin wars it. I think this Dating is the naked, naked. With was it on VH1? Uh, I think it was VH1. With fucking Rebecca Romaine. Well, Jesus. Google which one had a lawsuit. Just put like da- naked dating lawsuit and choose one. But man, she was like, she was like, they told me I was like, now I get it. You were assured, but like, if you didn't want to take this chance, maybe don't go on the show that requires you to wrestle naked on the beach. And man, they missed them and they naked missed them castaway. Amazingly, it's dating naked. On dating VH1. naked. Yeah, that was I, so funny. I don't to understand me. the limits because on Bachelor in Paradise, especially this season, like there was a lot of very, very, very skimpy swimsuits. Sure. And there was no rhyme or reason to when it would be blurred like mosaic yeah. and when they'd get black boxed. And it was kind of uh, like sometimes different you could tell they were using it for like comedic <laughs> effect. Sure. But I'm just like, I want to know the rules. Like, how much cheek is too much cheek? That's a great question. It's never That's a enough. real great question. It's never I, enough. I understand. I just feel that. like there's, sh- again, this is one of those instances where I'm like, why, why? Just let it go. Let like, it go, who cares? Man. It's the naked body. We all have one. Like, just let them be naked if they want to be naked. Yeah. Why are people so afraid of the nipple? Let free the, nip. free the nipple. And while you're at it, free the rest of the body. Let's all just be naked all the time. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Open door bathroom policy. Oh God! Here is where it should be. I feel like there's so, like being naked is great. There are some moments that I feel like I don't want anybody to see me, no matter what form of clothing I'm in. And I feel like the bathroom is top of that list. So you're saying bathroom, open door bathroom policy not acceptable? I'm saying pantsless Fridays acceptable, open door bathroom policy what? no. Pantsless Fridays. Like if we're talking in the scheme of not. Where did pantsless Fridays come from? I don't know. Well, you guys, you guys, I was giving degrees. You guys of missed a lot when you were gone. Yeah. <laughs> we tried to institute a lot of policies here. Pantsless Friday oh, being one God. of them. I, think. I didn't sign off on any of this. Well, shit. you got you got outvoted. You, you guys were not to. at the table when the vote was happening. <laughs> so Joe put pantsless Fridays on. Uh, I feel like we've covered a lot of topics. Yeah, and I feel like that's a nice place to wrap this up, guys. Yeah. Thanks for joining me, Joe. You're welcome. Thanks Nick. for joining me as well, Kevin. Excellent job producing the show as always. Uh, everyone out there watching, if you're not supporting us on Patreon, this is it. This is the end of the road for you. And I, <laughs> this and is the I, final chance. I just, I'm sorry. 
This is all we've got. We you just have no more shot. time for you. Of course, uh, if you want to go out there and support, please go to patreon.com slash kind of funny uh, and give us a few bones. You can be watching this live with us right now. And you can also watch the post show, which we're about to go into in a couple seconds. But first, let me tell you something about subscribing. It feels good. It's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. If you haven't subscribed to this channel, give it a shot, what man. Are you for? It's going to be cathartic. You're going to feel like you did something wonderful today. Click and that that's button. all that matters. Yeah. Hey, you see that little button down there? Oh, click it. It's just back. Let me click it. It's saying click me. Click me. Click this button. Click this button. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.